Yo, we here to smoke bowls and talk shit, and I'm all out of bowls. Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number 146, all up in your ass. Hit them with that theme music. Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode 146 in your ass. Uh, impromptu, as always, just getting in where I fit in, which is pretty much anywhere, if you know what I'm talking about. You rocking with Moody Hank. You rocking with the other Moody Hank. You rocking with the quadruple champ. We chilling. Uh, we got Bluey up on the big screen up over here, so we watching some Bluey. Um... We were just watching uh, Urban Meyer get his ass kicked out of Jacksonville uh, on his day off. This motherfucker kicked out of Jacksonville on his day off after just 13 weeks on the motherfucking job. Listen, um, anytime you can get a, I mean, this dude signed a five-year contract, probably got all kinds of guaranteed money. I ain't looking that shit up, but I'm sure he got plenty for 13 weeks. I know he put in a little bit of work in the offseason and shit, but on the job, punching the clock, 13 weeks. This motherfucker got just pulled the biggest heist of all time. I mean, this was a shakedown. Homie got paid probably pretty fat. I'm sure maybe he have to, you know, when the lawyers are done. Um, you know, I don't know what grounds. I mean, he kicked the fucking... So first of all, shit, we jumping right up into this, I guess. I was, you know, I, we got a lot to get into. We got some crazy fight talk to get into today. Um, NFL, Cowboys, plenty of Cowboys talk, plenty of NBA talk. Um, the Lakers are 16 and 13, but don't let the record fool you. They're trash. They're, they're trizzy trash. Um, but let's get, let's get back into this Urban Meyer shit because I was just watching this shit. Um, this shit popped off last night. I was gig- And listen. If y'all have been rocking with the podcast and you've been, you, the first thing you're going to say is, uh, uh, Gecko, uh, weren't you on here screaming that you wanted Urban Meyer, uh, when they hired Mike McCarthy? Yes, 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 yes. It's on wax. It's, it's, it's on waxy wax. There's no way I could, I can go back. Well, I could go back and erase those episodes, but they're all fucking gold. So, you know, I ain't going to do that. But yes, um, I called shitting on. The Mike McCarthy 
hiring before we hired Mark, Mike McCarthy. You can go back and look. When they were kind of announcing who they were going to talk to and shit, I said the only person that I don't want, the worst person, is Mike McCarthy. But I wanted to go in a completely different direction because I just said he's just a fat, less ginger Jason Garrett. That's all he is. I was right about that. I'm still, he's, he might be worse. He might be worse than Garrett in some ways. I mean, Dan Quinn took over for, for one game and, and, and we look great. Not really, our offense still sucks. But still, I was, I was hollering for Urban Meyer. I was saying, hey, go in a completely different direction than Jason Garrett. Um, would what happened over there in Jayville go down in, in, in Dallas? Listen, I've lived in Jayville. I was a young whippersnapper, so I don't know all those, uh, 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 those Bettys that are out there cruising the Applebee's and shit. You know, after games and shit, I don't know what they're looking like compared to Dallas. Well, I've been to da- I've been to Dallas, and I'll tell you, Texas Betty's got it going on. So to think that, you know, if he would have been here, I mean, after that game, remember he didn't take the flight home with the team or some shit, and he stayed after to go fucking kick it at Applebee's, and he was grabbing up on some some Betty's uh, uh, ass and shit, which is whatever. But he, you know, he's he's a married man and shit. And, and you had snitches. You had snitches all around that motherfucking Applebee's watching this, this motherfucker. It could have been a Chili's. I don't know. But they had motherfuckers filming him. He had to know he was being filmed for that shit. So if he's falling for, I don't even know where that was. I think it maybe it may have been in Cincinnati or some shit when they stayed after when he stayed after um, instead of traveling with the team and shit. I don't know where the fuck it was, but I know it wasn't in Dallas. So if he would have been in Dallas, a cowgirl booty out there, that, that fucking Texas ass is a different kind of ass, homies. There's, there's like California ass, which is like the fucking cream of the crop. And then there's motherfucking, especially Southern California ass. Then you got like Miami ass. But Jacksonville, I've lived in Jacksonville. Jacksonville ain't Miami, homies. You know, we talking evergreens, we, everglades. What are they called? Everglades. Evergreens. One and the same. Might be, I don't know. Swamps and shit. Uh, hills have eyes and shit. Um, so coming to Dallas, he's, he's gone by week eight. He's gone by the bye week. I don't think, if he couldn't last 13 weeks in Jayville, with Jayville ass running, Betty's running around, what the fuck he was going to do with Texas Betty's? He was going to gonna blow, fucking blow his load in the first preseason game. I, I don't know how far this motherfucker would have got. You know, but it would, if we would have hired Dan Quinn, I'm, I'm all for Dan Quinn taking over the team right now. So if we would have at least still had a hired Dan Quinn last year or this year, um, I'd, be, I'd be cool with firing him this full and, and, and moving on, keeping it moving on. I mean, uh, Dan Quinn's got this defense fucking eating ass like Joey Chestnut. This motherfucker out here, world record. This defense out here, world record ass eating like Nathan Hot Dogs. That's, how, that's what we're doing right now. You're shitting your motherfucking pants. We got the best fucking... All of a sudden, we got the, 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 the thing that has plagued the Dallas Cowboys more than anything since we last won the Super Bowl is not having a fucking pass rush. Especially as of late. Especially the late Tony Romo years and all, all Dak's, Dak's career so far. We haven't had a pass rush. Now we got like eight deep. These motherfuckers are eight deep. They were all over that Heineken dude. 
We'll see what they can do against a guy like Kyler here in a couple weeks. But, you know, our biggest, uh, you know, I, I wanted Urban Meyer. He's out the fucking door. Uh, he kicked a punter or kicked a kicker. Josh Lambo, ow, ow. Daddy's Lambo, ow, ow. Josh, daddy's Lambo, ow, 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 ow. Fucking kicking kickers. Shit, beating them at their own game. <laughs> this motherfucker, but they don't tell you why he kicked the kicker. This motherfucker miss a, a extra point or something? And if you so offended, daddy's Lambo, ow, 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 ow. Why didn't you kick that motherfucker back? This dude's looking flabby and sick, like Larry Holmes, flabby and flabby and sick. You got a little little pooch in the belly and shit. This ain't this ain't your your your, your fucking Utah fucking Mormon uh, uh, Urban Meyer. This ain't the 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 Mormon Urban Meyer from 15, 20 years ago. This dude's looking more like a a, a fucking whack ass uh, mall Santa Claus. Urban Meyer, this dude, this dude let himself go, and he's still over here with the audacity to roll up on on Betty's and Applebee's. Hey, he's got that killer be be killed instinct. You got to give it to the man. Uh, but he, you know he's kicking kickers. I don't know what that means. You kick the kicker. Like how did you kick him? You you fucking uh uh, uh like head kick him? Some Muay Thai shit. Some Gabriel Gonzaga versus Crow Cop shit? Did you do him like that? Rashad Evans versus uh, that Salmon dude? You know what I'm talking about? Going way back on your ass. Folded that motherfucker like a, a, a Olive Garden napkin. And why didn't Josh Lambeau get his ass up? I'm going to assume that this motherfucker was sitting down or something. I mean, how could a man kick you when you're standing up? This dude lounging or something? Tony's chonklas in the back? Got fucking head kicked by Urban Meyer while he's sitting in the beanbag chair? Well, how the fuck this motherfucker get kicked? Where did he get kicked? And why did he let it slide? You gotta let daddy's Lambo out, 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 out. You gotta let that fool go. I don't know if he's still on the team. Maybe he's still the kicker. Maybe he's not still the kicker. But if he is still the kicker, you gotta let that motherfucker go. Because how can you look at your teammates in the eyes saying, I let that motherfucker that that Chili's happy hour ass motherfucker kicked me. And I didn't do shit. You didn't do shit. It's like that dead presence. You didn't and you ain't gonna do shit. I ain't letting that shit rot. Fucking let or imagine letting Urban Meyer kick you. Like a fucking chihuahua, like a fucking dog that just shit on the rug. And let Urban Meyer kick you. I'd slap my goddamn self if I let Urban Meyer kick me and I didn't do shit. So they both got to go. Daddy's Lambow for being a snitch, number one. You snitched on yourself and you didn't do shit. Oh, yeah, he kicked me. That must have been some shit. They were just trying to get rid of Urban Meyer. I, I want to know the details, details. Because, oh, he kicked him. What is that? That it could be anything. He kicked him. I just looked like that was a, a controlled leak right there that they wanted to get out so that they could, you, you know, had the, had the little whistleblower come out here. Do what they have to do to get get Urban Usher Urban Meyer the fuck out of there. Thirteen weeks after he started his fucking job, 
13 weeks. This motherfucker probably rocked, already uh, racked up PTO time and shit. He's cashing out all his PTO, his holiday sick leave, all that shit. He's cashing that shit out right now. He got HR saying, we'll send, don't, don't worry about it, we'll send it to you. It's in the mail. This motherfucker cashing out all his, his PTO time. Giggling. Probably got paid for five years to do 13, got paid for five years to do 13 weeks of work. Motherfucker. But listen, I'll still take them right now. You know where I where I stand. Um, I I mean, fuck. Have you seen this dude? You seen this 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 fucking Mike McCarthy? This dude's on on some moron sipping shit every fucking every fucking week. I don't know what the fuck happened to Dizzy Dak. Uh, this motherfucker, um, flat earther's great, greatest evidence because this motherfucking Dak fell off the face of the motherfucking earth. He's nowhere to be seen. He's spiraling downward. Like that fucking Spongebob, uh, Mr. Crab meme. Shit's wilding out around him. It's chaos. I mean, it, it, listen, well, it, it, Dak Prescott was the best quarterback in the league up until the, right after that uh, Patriots game. That last play of that Patriots game where he blew his fucking calf out. I told y'all, I came on here said he shouldn't play for a few weeks. Especially when we went to uh, the Vikings and beat the Vikings with, with Cooper Rush. That bought us another couple weeks. You know, but, um, and he's come back and he hasn't looked the same. He hasn't been at all the same. And it's crazy because sometimes there'll be a couple uh, plays in a row where he'll, he'll throw fucking dimes. And then he'll miss wide open, sail, you know, throw the worst fucking interceptions, throw the ball in the fucking dirt, sail it into the fucking first row. He's just so inconsistent. And he's been so dog shit. When he came back against the Broncos, dog shit. Fucking get ass eat by the Broncos. We should have beat that the Chiefs if we had any kind of offense. That defense handled the Chiefs. Only gave up 19 points. They had to struggle for that shit. I think they did they have a defensive touchdown? I think they had a defensive touchdown in that game. I can't remember, but uh, we had turnovers in that game. I mean, look, the defense uh, you know has been showing out. Here's the fucking thing about the Cowboys. When we have our our, our defense rocking, which is rare, our offense is dog shit. When our offense is always dope. For the most part, our defense is, is god-awful. We can never have them rocking at the same time. At the first, like, ten weeks of the season, the Dallas Cowboys were the best offense in the game. Look at the Patriots now. These motherfuckers haven't lost since losing to the Cowboys. And we racked up 600 fucking yards of offense on those dudes. It's crazy. Super crazy. And now they, these motherfuckers struggle to get a first down. I mean, they score maybe two touchdowns a game and then the rest are three and outs. You'll see a couple drives where you're like, okay, maybe they're getting their shit together. And then it's, it's no, they're not getting their shit together. It's come right back with a, I mean, that, that uh, Redskins game, that shit should have been over. 24 to 3 or 24 to nothing at halftime? Hang on? 27 to 20? You only scored three points after halftime? And, and, and seven of those points were, were from a defensive touchdown. From a scooping score, this motherfucker sticks number eleven. This dude, Michael Parsons, is 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 fuck a Ray Lewis, fuck a anybody. This this dude, this dude's LT. This dude's a smaller, faster fucking LT. This motherfucker's all over the place. This is a rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, defensive player of the year, possible MVP of the year. Seeing how he, we'll see how he finishes. Aaron Donald Donald had a good game the other night, solid game the other night. I'll give it to him. But this dude's a rookie. You know, 11, 12 sacks on, on, on the year. Uh, this, you watch a Cowboys game, this dude's fucking always disrupting the pass. This dude's everywhere. 
And then we finally got Gregory back. We finally got uh, 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 Gallimore in the middle. He's back. Dorrance Armstrong's out there now. We got D-Law back. We got everybody back. And you saw what happened. We had to win that game on defense. Because the offense couldn't put it away. It was three and out after three and out after three and out. And this dude, Dak, looks like fucking dog shit. Stepped in all of a sudden. He can't make a single fucking... This dude just needed to make a single fucking play. One goddamn play. He was incapable of making one fucking play. Every game. The way this offense is playing right now, this ain't, this ain't it. It ain't happening. Zeke's done. The offensive line is done. Tyron Smith, it's, he's done. This dude can't stay on the fucking field. Zeke looks like... I don't know what the fuck. Pollard's out for the year. This dude's got plantar fascia, ascheitis. His shit's torn. He ain't coming back. So now we have to rock with Zeke straight up. And I would have had no problem with that a couple years ago. But now this dude, he got nothing. And, and part of that's the offensive line. These motherfuckers can't block me. I'm in the backfield. You let me line up against some of these motherfuckers. Uh, 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 Connor Williams and shit. Leo Collins. Let me get a shot at Let me get a rush at, uh, on jail, uh, Leo Collins. Bet, bet I won't pull that fucking spin move on his ass and get right up in, in, in uh, whoever the fuck the quarterback is. Give me Sherbert. Put Sherbert back there. Herbert Sherbert. Them Chargers quarterback. Let me go eat that ass for a little while. I'll be spinning. I'll be, I'll be hand fighting. I'll be getting in there against this whack-ass offensive line all of a sudden. All we got is Zach Martin. That's really it. We don't, we, we don't got shit else. So we can't run blocks. So we can't run no more all of a sudden halfway through the season. We can't run the ball anymore. And that's it, man. When, when we can't run, Dak ain't shit. When Dak doesn't have to just throw every goddamn down, he, he's money. When you can get that pat, play action running, he, it's money. You get him rolling out the, out of the pocket, he's money. You make him stand in that fucking pocket 40 fucking 50 times, it ain't going to be pretty. So right now, what would what I say? Well, listen, we're gonna beat the Giants' ass this weekend. I ain't saying shit. They don't even got that whack ass Danny Dimes, Danny Pesos up in that bitch. So we're gonna uh, Mike Glennon. I think is playing. We're gonna hopefully. I'm chalking this up as a goddamn dub. That'll clinch a playoff spot. We'll be the first team to clinch with ten wins. Uh, despite some ugly fucking wins, whatever. Um, and we lose in the first round. It is what it is. We lose to the first round. Pick them. Rams, we ain't beating the Rams. We can't beat the Rams. We never beat the motherfucking Rams, especially in the playoffs. We'll see how we match up with the Cardinals here in a couple weeks, but Kyler Murray's a fucking motherfucker. This dude's a, a fucking ass-eater extraordinaire. He has some off games. He made a couple bonehead plays the other night. That dude's a little Mega Man. That dude's got a Mega Man cannon arm. This dude just throws fucking BBs down the field with, like, no wind-up. It's crazy. Running all over the fucking place. That dude's a beast. They got they got fucking AJ Green out there. Uh, what's up with D Hop? Is he playing or not? I can't. I, I was hearing somebody say he he was out or some shit. I thought he was in the game the other night. I don't know. I'm high all the time, homies. Uh, so we lose to the Cardinals probably. We'll probably get our ass kicked in a couple weeks by the Cardinals. Um, we got the Giants, then the Redskins, then the Cardinals. The second to last week of the year, and then we finish up with the Eagles. Um, who else? Bucks. We already lost to them. We should have won that game. We were up with a buck 24 left, but that was a better... Dak was dominant in that game. He outplayed Brady, just, you know, slightly, because Brady had a great game too, but he did. He had slightly better uh, stats in every category than, than Brady that game. That was his first game back from the fucking ankle injury. 
and that little lat injury and shit. So I, I you know, so I, you know, but no, I mean our defense is better than their defense though. I'll tell you that. So I don't, I don't know. That's a toss up. I kind of like that matchup more than anything. We ain't beating the Packers. You know goddamn well the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott cannot beat the fucking Packers. We beat the Packers with Dak in 2016, the first time we played them, and we haven't beat them since. And I, I, the only game I've seen at AT&T Stadium in, in person, I flew all the way the fuck over there to watch that motherfucker throw a touchdown right underneath me uh, at, in, in the last minute of the fucking game. Dak went in. He made a good, dope run. He tore up that fucking game, too. He, he played his ass off. Uh, had a rushing touchdown with like a buck 40 left in the game to take the lead. And I, we, everybody in the stands knew. I knew. I was like, this dude's got way too much time. Fucking back-to-back, same place, fading back in the end zone right underneath me. Touchdown, like a minute later with 40 seconds left on the clock. It was over. And we can't beat the, we can't beat the fucking Packers. So it, that is what it is. Um, and so though, any of those teams, I don't, I don't like us beating any of those teams right now. So it, it's one and done. It's one and done for the Cowboys in the playoffs. Listen, I'll take the playoffs, you know, a playoff game than not having a playoff game, I guess. You know, I'll take a winning record and not having a winning record, I guess. But, um, th- you know, unless, unless in the next couple weeks we get our shit together on offense. If that offense, you know, the first half of the season offense comes, it's over. They're the best team in the, in, in the game, period. If you're going to have one of the best, uh, you're going to have the best pass rush, one of the best defenses, you know, t- easily top 10 defense, probably pushing top 5 defense. If you're going to have that and a top 5 offense, yeah. I'll take them. I'll take that Dallas Cowboys. If we were playing the same type of offense we were at the first half of the season, I take the Cowboys to beat any of these motherfuckers I just mentioned. But they ain't, and we aren't, so we won't. You see my Pelicans though last night. You see what happened last night with my Pelicans. You see the end of this fucking game against uh, what was it? OKC. You see the end of this game. Go watch this shit. Go go Google that shit right now. Pelicans versus OKC. Watch how that game ended. Um, I didn't see it live, but I, 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 you know, I spent all night watching that shit. It was dope. Fucking K kills his Alexander. I freaking I can't say his name. Hit a fucking wild ass shot at you know with like a buck, with like a second left on the clock to tie the game. Like a crazy ass, ugly ass three pointer, fucking horse shot. This motherfucker made. Um, we immediately inbound it um, to Devonte. Uh, what, what's his name? Devonte Graham. He takes a dribble and heaves it from three-quarters court, from, from, from the opposing team's free, uh, three-point line. Banks it off the backboard and to win the game at the buzzer. Fucking crazy. Fucking crazy win. That's going to be the win that propels the, uh, the, the Pellies. I think we're at 9-18 and 18 now. So at least we're not 10 games under, um, you know, 500. Listen, yeah, Devontae Graham. It's it's on the front page of the ESPN right now. If you go miracle heave at the buzzer, give Pelicans a wild victory. Um, but I think we're what, what are we at? Oh, we got the Bucks to, on Friday nine. Ooh, never mind, never mind, never mind. Oh, what? Is this real? Nine and twenty-one. God damn it! Never mind. We we it's over. It's over. I, I was about to. I thought we were nine and eighteen. Nine and twenty-one. Where did those three games go? Nine and twenty. God. Damn it. Disregard. 1023. Disregard. 1023. Disregard. Uh, damn. And now they're saying Zion ain't coming back for a while. Had a setback in his return. Um, 
foot injury that he had surgery for in the offseason that he, he wasn't playing for. But they're saying they're not shutting him down for the season. I call bullshit. I don't think Zion – Zion might not play another game for the Pelicans, as much as that hurts me to say. Um, because, it, honestly, if you have Zion out on the court this whole season, we're not 9-21. and No way. We're at, we're at least at a 500 team, if not just you know a tad over 500. Maybe maybe we'd be around where the where the Lakers are, 16 and 13 type of play, type of team, bottom 16, you know six seven eight seed type of team, for sure. I mean they got players, they got some good dudes. The Valis Unis is is fucking balling. Bi's balling, um, but and then the rest of the team is just young as fuck. But this dude Zion, this dude's 30 points, 30 buckets, uh, 30 points every fucking game. Every time he steps out on the floor. But watch this motherfucker when he's actually on the floor. He dominates. Can't play a lick of fucking defense, though. But it's starting to look like we're, we ain't getting shit out of him. We, we hit the fucking, literally the lotto, the NBA lottery. Fucking uh, one of the happiest days of my life when we hit that shit. I was watching that shit, and I, I went, I was like, no way. Every ball that came up that wasn't the Pelicans, I was expecting the very next ball to be the Pelicans, and it didn't come up, it didn't come up, and it got down to, I think it was the Grizzlies? Yeah, it was the Grizzlies and the and the... Pelicans, and I was like, okay, well, at least we're going to get Ja Morant, you know, at this point, because we're going to end up with the second pick. And then the Grizzlies thing pulled up, and I was like, we got Zion? We got fucking Zion. How the fuck did we just pull off getting Zion fucking Williamson after we were gonna about to lose AD? And we got lucky that year to get AD. But what did I tell y'all about AD? All you motherfucking Bakers fan, you Los Angeles Bakers fans, Bautista, I know you listening to this shit. I fucking told you about AD, I fucking told you, I watched a ton of fucking AD games over the years when he was a Pelican, Hornet, they were still the Hornets when he first came, I said he don't, he don't have, he don't have what I didn't think Charles Oliveira had, he didn't have that dog in him, Charles Oliveira proved me wrong, AD's proving me right, this dude don't have dog in him, he don't give a fuck about winning or losing, this dude don't, imagine if he had, had, had Russ's dog, if Russ Wilson or Russell Westbrook, if the dog that Russell Westbrook, if you can't say anything for Russell Westbrook, you could at least say that dude has dog in him. That dude wants to win like a motherfucker. AD don't. He don't give a fuck. He's soft. Soft as baby shit. Soft. Baby shit is soft, homies. Trust me. It's like liquid. It's all yellow and shit. It's got seeds. And you're like, where do these seeds come from? This, this motherfucker ain't eating seeds. How do they get seeds in their shit? Don't make sense. That's AD. Seedy, soft, baby shit. AD, I fucking told y'all. Yell, that yellow ass, mustard, baby shit. Y'all know what I'm talking about. All you mammies and pappies know what I'm talking about. That's super soft. Senior citizen ice cream soft. Denture soft. Like you, gotta, you, you, you can't fucking eat solid food soft, this motherfucker. Thread count is sheer, see-through. His thread count is see-through. He don't got those blackout, that blackout curtain thread count. That leather thread count. He don't got that. He ain't made like that. He's made like Darren Elkin's skin. Bleeding when they put in the Vaseline on him before he steps in the cage. That's AD. I've been telling y'all. He don't give a fuck about basketball. He probably don't even like playing basketball. You're like, oh, I gotta go play basketball today. Fuck. Shit. What the fuck do you like to do then, AD? If you don't like playing basketball, what the fuck do you like to do? 
You want to see a soft player? Every time this motherfucker gets nicked or knacked, he's on the floor. He's fucking rolling around. He's fucking... Every game, he gets injured. I'm telling you. He's asking out of the game while he's, like, holding his hip one play. And then he's fucking uh, holding his mouth the next play. I mean, this this motherfucker is... is it's crazy watching this dude play because he has all the skills to be the best player in the fucking game. Right up there with, with like, KD. He could dominate any game at any time. And he just doesn't... He, Russell Westbrook is playing better than AD this year. At least as of late. The last like 10 or so games. And, and that's, that's crazy. That's it. That should not be like that. But I tried to tell all you, all you Baker fans, Batista, y'all didn't care. You didn't give a fuck. Traded all them draft picks. Got rid of B.I. You got rid of Zoe. Imagine if you had B.I. and Zoe now. I take B.I. and Zoe, I mean, you, you had it. These B.I. and Zoe are not the same. They completely changed when they went to the Pelicans. Zoe, too. Zoe owes his whole fucking career to the Pelicans. They rebuilt his shot. They let him get out there and, and fucking beat him. He showcased his skills. He got better, and then he went to the, to the, uh, uh, you know, to the Bulls now, and he's, they, that team is fucking dope. Fun as shit to watch. Caruso over there. Look at Caruso. Robinson Caruso out there fucking handling business. What's his, is that his name? Caruso? I don't fucking... You know what I'm talking about. The little white dude. All these dudes that leave the Lakers, you see them fucking ball out. Remember D'Angelo Russell was doing that right after he left the, the, the Lakers for a while. I don't know where the fuck that guy is thinking about that. But if you had B.I. and Zoe still on that fucking team, these, these versions of B.I. and Zoe on the Lakers instead of A.D., I'd fucking take... What Baker fan wouldn't take that right now? You can have your little bubble victory, but you had six months off for that shit. You ain't getting six months off before the playoffs again. It ain't fucking happening. So I tried to tell y'all... I tried to tell all of y'all, you said I was hating, dry hating, just mad that we losing AD. I said, motherfucking take AD. This motherfucker over here wearing Looney Tunes, uh, that's all folks, shirts, um, uh, you know, his last game as a Pelican. I wanted to punch him in his motherfucking face that day on some fuckboy shit. It was, it, it was fuck AD after that point. I think that was his last game. I'm pretty sure that was his last game. I, if I was the coach of the Pelicans that day, I would have sent his ass home. Sent his ass to the showers. No chanclas. You getting that real nasty athlete's foot. Send his ass to the showers. No chanclas. That's what I would have done. I would have told all these motherfuckers, strip his ass motherfucking naked. Send his ass to the motherfucking showers with no chanclas. No rope on that motherfucking soap. Send his motherfucking ass over there. Get his ass out of my fucking sight. Looney Tunes, that's all folks mocking me ass. Get the fuck out. Picture that shit. Picture me rolling. That ain't happening. Picture me rolling all over 80's ass. With Joey Chestnut up in that ass. Bet. Bet I won't. Bet I won't. Fuck AD. From that, that's from the and I, hey, that's from the dark side of these motherfucking nuts. That's the that's the that's the vinegary side. The salty, extra salty vinegar. Though you ever get them salt and vinegar chips at the bottom of the bag that are real fucking tangy? That's what I'm talking about. That's where I'm coming from when I say fuck AD. And now he's your fucking problem, Bakers fans. This soft-ass fucking uh, snuffler. Hi, Bert. Got any smack, Bert? Depressed-ass looking ass, weak-ass motherfucker. Keep him. Good riddance.
And I'm about to do that with Zion too. I don't think that motherfucker wants to play. At least not for us. And that's fine. Hey, look, it's all love when, when you rocking for me. I got mad love for B.I. This motherfucker, he come out here and he said, listen, we're losing team. But, you know, we, they paid him handsomely. They gave him a, a max contract, paid him five fucking years. And he said, look, there's, 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 there's beauty in the struggle. There's beauty in going out there when you're getting your ass kicked and, and fucking balling and doing what you love to do. That's what he said. I respect that. The Pelicans are going to... Listen, they're in a lot of these games that they're losing. These games are like down to the wire. I mean, I don't know. Again, I don't know how many... They're like the Chargers losing fucking one-possession games. Like the Vikings losing one-possession games. Like all the time. They just don't have the hump. That's why if they had this dude, Zion, if he fucking got his ass on the fucking court, they win these games. So that's that's cool. We'll we'll take a a, a top five pick again, and, and hopefully we hit on it. And we'll keep it fucking moving with these young bucks we got that want to actually play in the NBA. That'll be that. We'll be just fine. Don't worry about us, homies. I'll be back with my Pelicans picks next year. You got me down right now. You got me down, but I'm not out. Fuck no, I ain't out. You fucking out your goddamn mind thinking thinking I'm out. We'll be back with our wild ass Pelicans picks next year. It don't fucking can't stop, won't stop. Moving right along. Let's get into this fucking. Uh, this UFC shit that went down. I don't remember if I put the, put the UFC 269 picks. I know I don't get on here as, as much as I want, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to start being easier to get on now because we, 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 we got a little set up now. So hopefully, and next year, this is going to be the year, homies. And I'm going to get live. We're going to go live. I'm going to start putting the, the episodes. I'm going to start figuring out how to record these. Uh, you're going to see me here sitting in the, the murder champs and the chonies over here. You're going to see me on, on, on uh, YouTube just, just wilding out. Uh, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna go live. We're gonna we can take the next step. Finally, man, we're gonna start. I'm gonna get some merch out here for the homies that really want that shit. We're gonna fucking we're gonna it, it's gonna be what it's gonna be. Um, but so I don't I don't remember if I put the UFC uh, 269 picks on on Wizzy Wax. Um, bust out the Yankee candles and put it on wax. Uh, let me pull this up again. Um, we got a dope card to finish. It don't let the don't let the don't let it fool you. Uh, Dawkins versus Lewis is going to be fucking fire. This dude, Chris Dawkins, man, he's a sleeper, man. He's a sleeper, man. Uh, let's see. Let me, let me pull up. Uh, I don't want to miss these fucking past fights. Let's pull up UFC 269. Okay, but I'll tell you who, how my picks went. I was seven and seven. I was off. I was off. I had an off night. I was, you know, I was lucky to stay. I was, I was rocking at seven and five going into the last two fights, and I was like, "There's no way I'm missing these fights." I was for sure Dustin Poirier was going to win that fight. For sure going to win that fight. Um, I just thought, you know, like I said earlier, I didn't think. Oliveira had that dog in him. Justin Gaethje was on talking, talking. It sounded like he was just talking shit, but he was right. He he took the sentiments right out of my mouth during an interview uh, the week of the fight. He said, "I don't think Charles Oliveira has that dog like Dustin does. He fought Dustin in in a fucking war." And and past Oliveira, go look at his early UFC uh, career. He didn't have that dog in him. And it looked like he was about to check out against Chandler Oliveira, uh, Chandler uh, Michael Chandler in, in the first round of that fight when he's getting beat up uh, uh, along the fence at the end of the first round. It looked after he had Michael Chandler's back and couldn't do anything with it. I showed you the different levels of grappling right there. Michael Chandler gives up his back early in the first round. Shh. Hey, Bluey can't hear you, homie. Hi, Bluey. <laughs> um. 
Michael Chandler gives up his back. Worst case scenario, early in the first round, dry, uh, and 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 survives. Gets back gets back to his feet. Hurts Oliveira. Dustin Poirier. He gets taken down. Well, let's go into the first round. What did we see from Oliveira? We saw pressure. Pressure. I've never seen him pressure a fighter like that. And Dustin was teeing off on Charles Oliveira. The left hand was just money all night. But what? But Charles Oliveira stayed in his in his chest. He kept attacking the body with the same kick. I think he took something away. The only, if you look back at the uh, McGregor Poirier fights, the thing that he, he uh, that Connor had success with was with those same snap kicks to the body, those front snap kicks to the body. Charles Oliveira came out throwing a ton of them, and those standing knees. He was counter, countering punches with standing knees. It wasn't always the best idea. You don't really want to trade knees to the body for getting punched in the face because you're leaving yourself wide open when you're countering hands with knees. Um, but Oliveira was taking a lot of punishment, but he was landing those knees to the body and hurting Dustin. You could see it was hurting Dustin. And Dustin looked like he was gassing. He looked like Gaethje looked in the Khabib fight. And why is that? Because he was pushing a pace. It looked like Dustin was kind of t- getting tired because he- even he can't keep this pace up trying to keep Oliveira away. But what Dustin's mistake was is lateral movement. He wasn't moving laterally. So he was allowing Charles Oliveira to walk him down and stab him in the fucking body with his foot. You know, Dustin, that was a, a great first round. Um... He he landed a lot of shots, but he he could have he he had to olay this dude. He had to matador this dude. He had to hit angles. He had to start moving laterally, circles. Make Charles Oliveira move his feet, not just walk straight forward. You got to make him readjust. Hit him off at angles. When he was striking, Dustin wasn't stepping off. He was just getting countered with those with those body kicks in those knees, and it was wearing on him. And the second round. That was a weird se- Listen, he's holding on to, the, you know, Oliver's holding on to Dustin's glove. Dustin's hovering over him. Dustin tries to roll out. And it was the worst move ever because it lands him on his back and Oliver gets the top control and then just doesn't let go. And what was worrying about Dustin is that he's so terrified on his back that he just, he held, him, he held Charles Oliver in, in a, in a clothes, not just a closed guard, in a, in a body triangle. That's basically saying I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to get back to my feet. I'm terrified that this guy's gonna get you know get my back, get me in a submission, get me in a bad position. You can't fight like that. You gotta stuff the head. You gotta get the feet on the hips. You gotta get to a fucking uh, a butterfly guard where you can elevate uh, elevate his hips to try to create some room. You gotta do you gotta do something. You can't just sit there and you gotta risk it. You're already risking everything by stepping in the fucking cage. Why not just go one step further and risk everything while you're in the fucking cage? What's the difference between getting finished in the second round and getting finished in the third round? There's no difference at all. You, you took home an L. You didn't get the chip. But the difference was that you could have got back to your feet in the second round and may possibly got back to your feet in the, first, in the second round and done some fucking work. And then the, th- the third round, you know, he just gave up his back along the, along the fence. And one thing I did say in, in my write-ups and everything is if you give up your back to Charles Oliveira or he mounts you, it's over. With the exception of Michael Chandler, the only guy who just survived that. It's over. You make one mistake and give up your back, especially the way he gave up his back, not peeling, uh, turning into the cage and peeling, uh, peeling uh, Chandler Oliveira off of him, but just uh, giving up his back in that position. It was over. Not fighting the hands, not fighting the choke right away. It, 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 was, it was not the Dustin Poirier that, that I thought was going to show up, and Charles Oliveira just looked like a different fucking dude in there. He looked like a goddamn Terminator. He looked like a T-1000 in there just, just fucking stomping this dude down. Just stalking him. 
it, it was crazy, man. And now I'm looking at this and I'm like, man, I would love to see him fight Khabib now. I would love to see what he could do against Khabib, a guy like Khabib, with his, his level of grappling. Maybe that's a fight that could bring Khabib back. Who knows? Especially if, if Oliveira... I, that Gaethje fight, I, that's a tough fight to call, man. That's a real tough fight to call. In, in ways, Gaethje, you know, hits hard just like Dustin. I don't know who, who has more power. Dustin's a stinger, dude. He's a sleeper stinger with those hands. Uh, you know, but Gaethje's got those leg kicks. But Gaethje's nothing on the ground. That Khabib fight showed me that he's nothing on the ground. Charles Oliveira gets that fight to the ground. It's over. He fights Makashev. If he fights Makashev and beats Makashev, I think that gets I think that gets Khabib out, out of the fucking out of retirement for at least a fight. I think if he beats he even said if somebody beats Makashev that he he might be coming out to to avenge his loss. Listen, I'd love to see it. I mean, I'm looking at 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 these fights for him and and, and I. These fights, I would have thought all of them would have been bad matchups for Cholos Oliveira. But after that, I don't know. And then we had Juliana Pena, Amanda Nunes. This was Matt Serra versus... This this topped it. I've gone back and forth. Matt Serra versus GSP uh, that first time when Matt Serra knocked him out. Um, I remember that, that, that night watching those fights. We had bought those, that card. And, and it, it, was, it was fucking shocking. GSP, you don't understand what GSP was back then. That was that was prime time, young, hungry lion GSP. This wasn't you know Jim Johnny Hendricks fucking GSP at the end of his career. This was this was that dude. St- not even he wasn't the goat yet. He wasn't you know the greatest of all time. He wasn't the you know he still was you know kind of chasing Matt Hughes a little bit. Um, and he got he got smoked and he and he rolled over and he broke and he was tapping the strikes and that's where that famous BJ Penn uh, uh, interview where he's like I think it was I don't I don't remember if it was in the cage where he's like you tap the strikes you're a bitch and he was talking about GSP and we saw Amanda Nunes break she straight broke um, after a great first round and we had seen her break before this was this was familiar I had I had the, this tingling in the back of my mind of seeing that shit before. And it was against Kat Zingano. Go watch Kat Zingano beat Amanda Nunes um, and, and pounded her out. I think TKO'd her from the top position. Uh, just pounded her out and looked like Amanda Nunes gave up in, this, in the first fight against Shevchenko in the third round. It looks like if there was a fourth round in that fight, Shevchenko would have beat Nunes that night because she broke her that in that third round also. Similarly, she hasn't faced any kind of adversity since that, since that night until Junior, Juliana Pena, and she, was, she comfortably won that first round, uh, Amanda Nunes. That first leg kick looked like it was over. The fight's over. She comes out and lands a low calf kick that looked like it took fucking Amanda, uh, Pena's leg clean off. I mean, it was fucking nasty. All she had to do at that point was just keep at, chopping away at that leg, stay on the outside, and pick her apart with fucking hand speed. Juliana's hands looked like dog shit in that first round. I mean, it was, it was bad. She was, like, standing in place, like, swinging at nothing. Uh, it, it, it looked like Ronda Rousey striking. And it didn't get better in the second round, but what happened is Amanda Nunes didn't respect her power at all. Said, I don't give a fuck that you're hitting me in the face. All I need to do is land my one. I'll, l- I'll let you land two, and I'll just land this right hand. She kept loading up on right hand after right hand, eating punch after punch, and she was just, it wasn't fading her, wasn't phasing her, and then all of a sudden it was phasing her. And then her eyes glazed over a little bit, and she just kept going to that right hand and was missing and was too far away and was just ugly. And the one thing Juliana Pena was doing, even with those, that, that ugly ass striking, 
she was getting her head off center line, especially when she was throwing her lead hand, her jab. Jabs what even, you know, led to the end of Manda Nunez. Um, you know, she was getting her head off of uh, center line and landing shots while Amanda Nunez was striking right over her head. And Amanda Nunez was just standing straight with her head straight up in the air. And she was eating every single thing Juliana Pena threw. And she it just got to a, a, a fucking, um, you know, it was a cock-off. That's always, there's no other way. It was a cock-off. Amanda Nunes put, you know, pulled her, her strap out and put it on the table. Amanda Nunes put her strap out and put it on the table. And, and that was the only way Juliana Pena was, was going to win that fight. Amanda Nunes fought uh, Juliana Pena's fight. The ego got in the way. The emotions got in the way when she was getting punched in her face. Like, Juliana Pena's piecing me up? Juliana Pena just pieced you up? She's a fucking grappler. Of all the strikers that Amanda Nunes has faced over the years, Juliana Pena. That was, to me, that's a TKO. If you see that choke, that choke wasn't even in. She didn't even have the choke sunk in. It wasn't in at all. She just had her arm around her neck. Uh, it, barely. It was almost like a hug. More, It was a warm embrace more than it was a goddamn choke. And she was tapping. It was over. She was broken. Gasped because she was loading up on right hand after right hand. She, and, and, and the path to victory was so clear, and she had stuck to it. Even when she ended up on, in the top position, Amanda Nunes, in that first round, she dominated Pena. Pena couldn't get anything going with her guard. She, she, even afterwards, she said that they, their plan, their sweep that they were trying to go for, she couldn't do it because uh, Nunes was threatening with the guillotine every time. Amanda Nunes was minus 1,000. Plus 650 for, for Juliana Pena. And somebody bet like 300 grand, I think, on Pena. Uh, and somebody put like three hundred grand on Amanda Nunes. Uh, so, uh, but that I think that was the most shocking. That I think that probably upset G. The only thing is that I think GSP. God, I, you know I don't know, man. It, it, I go back and forth. They're right up there. Any given day. Right now, I'm going to say Juliana Pena beating Amanda Nunes was like, and I it was is is the greatest upset I've seen. That was that was the Buster Douglas right there. The Buster Douglas of MMA is Juliana Pena. Ain't that some shit? And I shit on her. I shit on her. Go go check out my Substack. Go check out my, my fucking uh, um, WordPress. I leave them in, in, in the little description. You check it out. Read that shit. Go read that shit. Go read my fucking my, my blog posts and shit. I, I fucking flame these. Mother. They're fire. You don't like reading, you'll like reading these. Trust me. But I flame Juliana Pena. Um, I said that she got uh, on Black Friday. She got uh, um, stopped by by store security on her way out the door for writing fraudulent for her mouth writing fraudulent checks that her body couldn't possibly cash. Talking shit about uh, they had her on video talking shit about Amanda Nunes saying she was gonna drag her into deep waters and was gonna do and everything she said she was gonna do she actually did. And I was shitting on her, and uh, I apologize, Juliana Pena. Give me Amanda Nunes, TKO round two in the rematch, though. It's like this and like that. And uh, Jeff Neal, Santiago Ponzinibbio. Jeff Neal just doesn't throw, man. He won the fight, but God, you saw at the end in that last round, uh, I picked him to win, but, uh, you know, it didn't have to be that close. Ponzinibbio, the Pons, is a beast, too. But Jeff Neal showed that he's a different level when he just lets his hand go. He hadn't left his hand go in, in several fights. Um, and he let, finally let it go in that third round, and he had to. He had to get that win, and uh, it was a, it was a good it was a good dub. Kai Kara France, Cody Garbrandt. I shit on Kai Kara France too. Go read the Substack. Go read the WordPress. I shit on him. Um, I thought he was soft. Um, 
I knew he had good technical striking. I, you know, I've I've seen Kai Kara France fight several times. I thought I thought he lacked power. I thought Cody Garbrandt going down to 125 was going to be able to have that power. Hey, homie, sit down. Simmer down a little bit. We almost done here. We almost done. We'll, we'll go. We'll go. Fucking. We'll go hit pads. He's been hitting pads. He's been hitting the, the little pads, doing one twos. He's got a one two low kick, two three. That's what we've been learning right now. Uh, the little quadruple champ. He's 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 in training right now. Um, but Kai Kara France, you know, I thought I knew he had a technical advantage and he has good lateral movement, but I didn't think he was gonna have a power advantage. He he just fucking slept Cody Garbrandt. Cody Garbrandt's lost five of his last six. The only fight he beat, he won, was that a Sun Sal fight where he he knocked that dude fucking dead. Um, but other than that, he, he lost five of his last six fights. I mean, where do you go from? And he just dropped down to 125. Um, and it wasn't too long ago that they had him lined up to fight Davidson Figueredo, remember? And then that shit fell through. So I, I, I don't know. If he wants to stay at 125, Cody Garbrandt's a, brawl, uh, a brawler. So you can always have fun fights with this guy. He's not going to be a title challenger anymore. He's not going to be that. He's not going to be a main event or anything like that. But he's, he makes sol- for a solid card. Anytime you see Garbrandt on there, you know that's going to be fireworks. He's either getting slapped or somebody's going to get, or he's going to sleep somebody. So he's got value still on the roster. There's always going to be guys like that. Um, uh, Howley and Paiva versus Sean O'Malley. You listen, um, O'Malley's got that long, slick striking, man. I don't think, listen, Howley and Paiva, I didn't think he beat Kyler Phillips. Um, at most, I thought it was a draw. Uh, Phillips just gassed out in the first round trying to go back and watch that Kyler Phillips versus Pava fight. Um, Kyler Phillips did the exact same thing to Pava in that first round. Pava was lucky to get out of that first round. Kyler Phillips gassed trying to finish Pava in that first round and, you know, lost the last two rounds. And I thought the first round was a 10-8. I thought it was a draw. But whatever. Pava got the win. He gets Sean O'Malley. You know, Kyler Phillips versus Sean O'Malley would have been a fucking banger. Um, and O'Malley just pieced him up. Pieced him up from the outside. Was never in any kind of danger. I don't even think he got touched. Um, he's a long striker. If you're not going to make it ugly with Sean O'Malley, he's just going to let him stand on the outside and pick you apart. That's what, you know, what's going to happen. Um, and, 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 you know, these top 10 dudes, you know, now I don't even think he was ranked. So, you know, these top 15, but definitely the top 10 guys, I don't know. They're not going to let him just sit out there and make it all pretty and shit and let him go at his pace and let him exchange on his terms and stuff like that. They're going to wrestle him. They're going to grapple him. Um, you know, the, you think about him versus Sanhagen, very similar kind of style right there. You know, a fight like that, you know, that could go anyway, but I'm... You know, Peter Yan destroys this fucking guy. I think a guy like Aljamain Sterling can just grab a hold of him, get him to the ground, and probably dominate him there. Anybody who can wrestle, they're talking about maybe Dominic Cruz, but I want to see Dominic Cruz fight Aldo. Dominic Cruz had a had a, a big win against Pedro Munoz after getting dropped in the first round. It was like, oh, no, not again. But Dominic, after that point in that first round, getting dropped by Pedro Munoz, from that point on, he dominated the fight. But you could see that this Dominic Cruz just does not have any power in his hands. I mean, there were times where he was literally just teeing off with everything he had on Munoz, and Munoz was just huddled, uh, turtled up, you know, taking bombs on the feet. But, you know, it, it, Dominic Cruz is, you know, his strikes are making like boinking sounds, like ding, ding, little boink sounds 
like little cartoon sounds when they land and shit. They like bounce off and shit. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, but he he was still he still got his movement. He still got his angles. He still got all you know his output, his cardio. He still got all that. I'd still like to see him use his wrestling a little more. He 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 you know he didn't really um he he'll, he'll do those level changes here and there, but he he doesn't really commit like he used to with that knee tap and shit. Um, him versus um Aldo, that's a banger. Um, but you know that's that's a that's a fight that fa- favors Aldo for sure. The leg kicks, the hand speed—that's how you beat and pay, uh, Dominic Cruz. Leg kicks, and and he has a hard time with speed, uh, dealing with hand speed. Um, he, and you know he lately, you know he with that movement when you're 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 doing the switch steps and stuff like that and the figure eight footwork. Sometimes you, you jump right in and make the wrong move and, and go right into somebody's strike at the wrong time. And that's what happened against Pedro Munoz. And if that happens against Aldo, it's over. Plus, Aldo goes to the body a lot. I mean, it's just, you know, I think that favors Aldo. But, you know, it's still a fight that you want to see. That's a great main event right there. Dominic Cruz definitely deserves to be in main events again, not, you know, like fucking prelims. Uh, Josh Emmett, Dan Ige, it was a great fight. Josh Emmett's a motherfucker. Dan Ige's a motherfucker. But Pedro Munoz and Dominic Cruz should have at least been the main event on the prelims, right? Um, So... Yeah, so we had that. Who else was on here? Yeah, that's pretty much Bruno Silva. This dude, Bruno Silva. There's two Bruno Silvas. The middleweight Bruno Silva is a motherfucker. This dude is a motherfucker. Keep your eyes on him next year. Uh, Andre Munez. That's who he should fight. Pedro, uh, uh, um, Pedro, uh, Bruno Silva and Andre uh, Andre Munez uh, should fight next. That dude, uh, Munez, has got subs on lock. Ryan Hall got a big win. Dominated a grappler. Um, you know he's got he he's got a weirdest style you'll ever see. Um, but, uh, dominant, you know, after the, after the first round, basically, and that's pretty much it. Let's get to the, uh, I'll, I'll give you my rundown real quick and I'll get the fuck up out of here for y'all. Um, I'll give you, let's see, uh, we've got Dawkins versus, uh, Lewis. Listen, I'm going, with, I'm going with Chris Dawkins on this. You know, his brother's also, uh, Chris Dawkins' brother, also Kyle Dawkins is in, is, uh, you know, just fought um, Kevin Holland, the, the, the Dawkins brothers, Philly, Philly, cracky ass, like the fucking, uh, 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 like the Liberty Bell. Um, he hasn't fought any top level, he's 4-0 in the UFC, all, all finishes, all, all but one in the first round. Um, good hand speed, Look, looks like, a, a, a you know, he, he ain't the, the buffest dude. He he don't look like it, you know, like a a good fighter. But he's got great hand speed. He's gonna have the output advantage. Um, Derek Lewis is, you know, he's always gonna have that one punch knockout. He's always gonna have that. So could he knock out Chris Chris Dawkins for sure? Chris Dawkins does not know what it's like to be hit by a guy like Derek Lewis. He hasn't fought anybody at the level of Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis is just below below the elite championship level fighter. He's fought for titles. Um, but he's just not good enough to be the guy, the best. He's just under that. Um, so it's going to be interesting. But Derek Lewis, you know, I didn't like how he looked against Gon. He, he just, he looked, he fought scared. You never think you're going to see uh, uh, Lewis fight like that. He was just backing up the whole time, putting himself against the fence and got blasted on. Um, I think he's going to come out a lot more aggressive because I don't think he fears uh, Dacus the way he feared Cyril Gon in that last fight. Um, so hopefully, I mean, this is a toss-up. This is really a toss-up. Um, Derek Lewis just needs one, but I'm going to take Chris, Chris Dawkins. I'm going to say TKO. I think he's going to, you know, and if it does for some reason go long, they both avoid getting knocked out because, you know, likely you know, knockouts are usually going to be uh, with these big dudes early in the fight. You know, it's going to favor Dawkins just on the output. 
He's gonna he's gonna outwork Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis fights in bursts. That's how he gets to the end of fights, you know. But he still carries that power until the end of the fifth round because he he paces himself. But that pacing is what loses him will lose him close decisions because um, he'll lose rounds just because he got outworked. Thompson versus Belong going Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Belong could definitely win this fight as a plus one eighty. Lots of value on this dude, Bilal Muhammad. He's got the he's got the wrestling, and the grappling, to do what Gilbert Burns did to Stephen Thompson. He could definitely do that. Push him up the cage, drag him to the to the ground. He's got he's got he he's got underrated striking. He's got good hands, um, and so you know he he could he's not going to cause Wonder Boy Thompson any trouble. Uh, on the feet, but he just needs to wrestle. And if he can wrestle, uh, Wonder Boy's not the easiest to get to the ground. Don't don't let that that Gilbert Burns fight fool you. He's a tough fighter to get to the ground. Um, uses angles. He just got to stay off that fucking fence. He he has a habit of going and cruising along that fence and getting taken down. Um, so there's definitely a path to victory for Bilal Muhammad. I'm gonna say Stephen Thompson's speed is just gonna be too much. When Bilal fought uh, Ed, um, Leon Edwards a couple a couple months ago. I know it only went one round and there was an eye poke and some shit, but all, all I need to see in that first round is that he couldn't handle uh, Leon Edwards' hand speed or, or striking speed at all. Um, he was getting pieced up. And I think Wonderboy Thompson can do that from the outside. So I'm going to take Wonderboy Thompson, but I think Bilal gets to the end. I'm going to say uh, decision. Amanda Lamos, is now she's now the baddest Amanda in the game, in, in the UFC now. This chick, Amanda Lamos, is like a, another Amanda Nunes. Watch this. She's like... Chuck Liddell and and Vanderlei Silva in one. This chick's got heavy, heavy hands. Her only thing is, is you know, her her gas tank. She's fighting Angela Hill. Angela Hill's got, you know, she's tough. I don't remember her being finished. I'm sure she has. She's fought so many times. Um, the fight will be Angela Hill's late if she can get it there. Um, I think she will. I think she's tough. But I think Amanda Lemos is going to get out to an early lead. I think she can win the first two rounds and then have to hang on. I think it's going to be closer um, at the end, but Amanda Lamos is, is is a killer. She could be a chick that's fighting for the title here in in a, in a year or so, maybe next year. Who knows? That you know, but she's going to need a, another big name after this. Give me Amanda Lamos. Give me a decision. Rafael Sunsal versus Ricky Simone. Ricky Simone's a motherfucker. Uh, give me Ricky Simone. Give me a decision. Diego Ferreira versus Matus Gamrot. Give me Gamrot via just say rear naked choke round two. Cub Swanson versus Darren Elkins, banger, sleeper. This is a WEC old school 2006-2008 fucking matchup right here. WEC shit. Uh, give me Cub Swanson. I think he stays on the outside. Darren Elkins can definitely win this shit because when you think he can't, he does. He's a crazy motherfucker. Uh, give me Cub Swanson. Give me TKO round two. Dustin Stolfoots versus Daryl Mearshart. I'm not going against Mearshart after I did last time. Give me Mearshart, rear naked choke, round two. Hayoni Barcelos versus Victor Henry making his USC debut. This guy, I just watched a couple of his fights on YouTube the other day. Uh, he, he's solid. He looks like he's got some, it's, it's going to be, you know, it's always hard seeing these guys come from the regional circuits, but he's fought in Ryzen, high-level shit. He's fought in, in Russian promotion, so there's high-level fighters out there, but it's always a different ballgame in the UFC. But this dude, Victor, Victor Henry, I think they got him at plus 260 or some shit like that. He could be a sleeper fucking underdog right here, but Ronnie Hyani Barcelos is like a little mini Aldo. This dude's dope, and he's got fantastic grappling. I'm going to say he has a slight edge. Victor uh, Henry can grapple too from what I've read about him, but give me me Hyani Barcelos via 
I'll go decision. Justin Taffa versus Harry Hunsucker. Just for that name alone, Justin Taffa via T. Uh, give me TKO round uh, two. Eubanks, Sajara Eubanks versus Melissa Gatto. Give me the dog, Melissa Gatto, armbar round two. Charles Jordan versus Andre Yule, crunchy, groovy, crunchy little banger right here. Give me Charles Jordan decision. Raquel Pennington, Macy Kiesan. Macy Kiesan at plus, plus 160. Listen, Raquel Pennington's a, 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 a clincher, drag you to the ground type of person. She wins fights in the clinch. Macy Kiesan's good in the clinch. That's one of her bread and butters is in the clinch. She can cause Raquel Pennington a lot of problems at plus 160. She might be a good dog to look at, but I'm going to go Raquel Pennington to eke out a decision. Dantel Mays versus Josh Parisian. Give me Mays t- decision. Jordan Levitt versus Matt Sales. Uh, Levitt's got fantastic wrestling. Uh, if he gets this fight to the ground, he suffocates Matt Sales. He won't get back up, um, but his striking is god-awful. Um, give me Matt Sales. Fuck it. I know. I remember Matt Sales. This is my, I think he's like second time in the UFC. This is like a pick em fight right here, both uh, in minus money, negative money, minus 115, slight favorite, Jordan Levitt, minus 105. Uh, for Matt Sales. Give me Matt Sales. Give me Decision. <sighs> there it is, homies. There it is. Whoop. There it is. A clean hour. A clean fucking hour. Like that. All the picks on wax. Um, I can't remember why. I wanted to talk some, about some other shit, but fuck it. We, are, we, are, we already did what we had to do, what we came here to do. We do it how we do when we do it. Um... So after after that UFC cards is not 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 any fights until um for like 4 weeks. So it's going to be heavy 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 NBA and NFL, definitely NFL. Um I I I can see some some nasty D-boys rants on the horizon. They're coming. They're coming. There's going to be a nasty playoff loss first round rant uh coming your way. Um so we got that to look forward to and hopefully I get this shit on on uh on YouTube, and, and we just keep it rocking, homies. You know I ain't going nowhere. I'm that fucking duty you can't flush when you're shitting at your in-law's house. I'm that duty that you can't pinch off, that you're bouncing up and down on that motherfucking seat, doing twerking on the seat and shit, trying to get it to fall off. I'm that duty. I ain't going nowhere. This is a quadruple chant for the quadruple chant for Moody Hank, the, the Whiskey Sick Podcast, German Shepherd, Mascot, me, the triple champ, future triple champ, napping right now. Whiskey Sick Podcast, Seth Gecko, a.k.a. Moody Hank, and I'm out, motherfucker. Staring at the clock, been a goddamn minute since I last checked, is he back yet? Homies on lunches, tactic, it's a dip, start doing backflips. For that bad bitch down on admin, now I'm mad you can smash it Then I'm fuck stuck sitting next to Catherine, she's babbling about damn kids Shut the fuck up, think I had enough love, never getting much love Things gon' change when I hit them with an eight jar complaint They all remain quiet in the hallway when I pass by What up, homie, that's right, stuffing clothes last night, fuck you with my past life Must've been Sheen's rubber, look at these all three motherfuckers Mean muggers, clock got cleaned under blink, wonder how long can a fucking background take Sit the ass down, explain to me how you been late 26 damn times in a month That's rough, ass fucks, give none left, one did you up, let's go Forklift spinning, top down stunting on some OT Nothing done the whole week, lunch with an OG Kush, slowly push, my luck like it's raised white Fuck, gotta take my seat, me still in boxes on my day Y'all say I'm laid off when the state calls, stay getting paid Y'all pray that my face stalls out Heavy on the clutch, not enough gas, gotta run fast Got your one last shot for the clip, run down Got the window down, in the VIN locked out Flip a bitch, go round, there it is, slow down Cock a click, goes flat Heads in the clouds, I come back down, if I were you I take a bow, get fucked right now, if I were you
more I'm setting high score in my niche in a few times While I'm getting brains, making change for a few dimes Cause it's two times, like a two winds up like a two nine On a futon, touch a Tucson cause it's noon high the smooth eyes, got my shoe shine Kick the bitch in gear, time to cruise I'm in the news tides, wait soon, ride chokes And you'll soon find out like I'm doing right now Living in the past, turn a knock one day Chilling at the pad, about a block away I hop and a skip, only walk one way Down the boulevard, looking hard, talk shit fades Giving day, wishing never stayed Pitching them rocks and shots at clay Pitching trace, missing every day Inches to the gray, shit is way different Winning from the streets of memory lane Get it back on your feet, guess you better get a name Or you'll be back, best believe that Just bleed tracks, round the feedback Got trees past hell's cheap ash That bowled out, then we roll out Hit the road south, heads in the clouds that we blowed out Bet it's gonna rain, better slow down Swipe the car again, getting low now Waiting for the day I can show how I was raised front run, never top ten On the last lap, like my eyes thin Down the home stretch, closing in, I'm gonna catch up When the going gets rough, I'm gonna give up I know it's five with you if I come